The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals strikes again. This time, again on a Saturday, it reaffirmed its stay order from the previous week to stop the Biden administration from implementing a COVID-19 vaccine mandate through OSHA. The same week, our interview with Dr. Robert Malone went viral on Rumble, who called the vaccinations the largest experiment on human beings in the history of the world. Yet, during the same week, 30 Democrats wrote a letter to President Biden encouraging him to impose a vaccine mandate on domestic air travel prior to the holidays. They wrote, many Americans remain reluctant to spending extended periods of time in enclosed public spaces due to the risk of COVID-19 exposure. They say a mandate would help the tourism and hospitality industries to recover faster. So, where do you stand on all this? Should we mandate the American people? Perhaps our children too? This is where we jump in, in today's analysis behind the news, where we provide the perspective and the plan to save American liberty and independence. The government's response to COVID-19 has been excessive, hysterical, tyrannical, and frankly un-American. So why would we be surprised to learn that the Deputy White House Press Secretary said in a press conference last week that everything is on the table in regards to mandating either the jab or a negative COVID-19 test in order to fly within the United States. As the Epic Times reported last week, about 60% of the U.S. population is fully vaccinated, according to data compiled by the Johns Hopkins University. White House officials earlier this month said they believe that 70% of American adults are fully vaccinated. Clearly, the majority of the American public has had an opportunity to get the experimental shot, and a majority has gotten the shot. Is there a magical number that needs to be hit to achieve what's been touted as herd immunity? Dr. Anthony Fauci told the Harvard Gazette last December that by getting 75 to 80 percent of the population vaccinated, we may actually have enough herd immunity protecting our society that as we get to the end of 2021, we can approach very much some degree of normality that is close to where we were before. Well, let's point out the folly of that right away by looking to Vermont. Vermont is currently undergoing a surge in cases and deaths even though 71% of its population is fully vaccinated and an estimated 80% are partially vaccinated. Yet, according to Fortune, Governor Phil Scott pointed out that about 61% of all the state's cases since July have been among the unvaccinated despite the group making up less than 30% of the population. What's overlooked is that the remaining 39% are from breakthrough infections, which are supposed to be rare. Recall that the same folks who told us that the shot would protect us from infections are also now discounting natural immunity. There's very, very little talk about herd immunity, much less natural immunity from infections. The Harvard Gazette also points to an oral pill that is being developed that can be taken as soon as symptoms occur. Mark Namchuk, executive director of Harvard Medical School's Therapeutics Initiative, said that assuming the pills are made widely available, they can be prescribed soon after symptoms start at home, with nothing else required to administer them beyond possibly a glass of water. They're both oral, so much easier to get them distributed to folks early in their illness and make them more broadly available, said Namchuk, professor of the practice of biological chemistry and molecular pharmacology. The efficacy is very encouraging, but the route of administration opens up the possibility of using it more broadly. But perhaps we should ask, 
what's the difference between these new pills and the older, established, already proven hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin? With the largely consolidated medical community under Obamacare following federal protocol guidelines, the mistreatment of doctors not towing the establishment line has substantially increased. Those offering alternative treatments are censored, fired, shunned, and can have their medical license pulled. Yet, some of them are starting to organize. America's Frontline Doctors is a prominent example. You may remember them as a group that gave impassioned pleas to let doctors prescribe hydroxychloroquine during a press conference held on the steps of the Supreme Court building last year. They offer treatment protocols on their website that utilize both hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, and they offer success stories captured on video. As many have found out, the sooner you treat COVID, the better off you're going to be. Those that wait are those that tend to end up in the hospital, which unfortunately has led to the deaths of many succumbing to the federal treatment protocol. Even one of our employees developed COVID pneumonia, but the doctors failed to tell him of the pneumonia portion of it and sent him home without instructions on how to treat it. If he hadn't acted quickly to get a second opinion and eventually on the treatment protocols from the frontline doctors group, he may not have survived, but he did. And he came back to work this very week. Also on their site, America's frontline doctors cover the COVID-19 shots. They have published a list of 12 facts to consider before deciding to get the experimental shot. And these include, it is not a vaccine. It does not contribute to herd immunity. The experimental vaccine only lessens symptoms. You do not need to be vaccinated if you have already contracted COVID-19. The experimental vaccine uses new technology. No other vaccine currently available is like that. And they elaborate a bit more on this by reporting, for the first time, the immune system is trying to attack something our bodies have made. Will the body consider itself or foreign? This needs to be studied in great measure before subjecting the public to it. The ramifications of autoimmune disease could be great. Understand, you are agreeing to be in a study when you take the COVID-19 vaccine. The previous trials did not include people of all age groups. During the phase three trials, healthy individuals were studied, so we do not know how these medications will affect the young, old, or those with medical conditions. Unfortunately, this appears to be bearing itself out. Those that do report adverse reactions due to the COVID shots through the VAERS database list a plethora of problems, including almost 9,100 heart attacks, over 12,000 cases of myocarditis pericarditis, nearly 3,000 miscarriages, and more than 4,000 cases of thrombocytopenia slash low platelet, over 29,000 cases of being permanently disabled, and over 33,000 people having a severe allergic reaction. As has been reported, the VAR system only represents a fraction of actual reactions, so the number of cases is likely much higher, although we don't accurately know the percentage of underreporting. Nonetheless, there are many instances of blood clotting issues, heart problems, and sudden death that are being highlighted among young athletes and others around the world due directly to the COVID-19 shots. U.S. Senator Ron Johnson highlighted some of these adverse reactions in a June 28th press conference he gave from Milwaukee. Fox News reported, 
the Wisconsin senator noted that some adverse reactions were detailed in Pfizer's and Moderna's Food and Drug Administration emergency use authorization memorandums in following early clinical trials. Those reactions included nervous system disorders and musculoskeletal and connective tissue disorders for the Pfizer EUA memo. The Moderna EUA memo included reactions such as nervous system disorders, vascular disorders, and musculoskeletal and connective tissue disorders, according to Johnson's letter. To date, none of this has been cleared up, but yet parents of one million children have dutifully gone to the doctor's office and gotten them a shot. But why? The CDC reports on its website, the risk of severe illness from COVID-19 increases with age. The survivability rate is very high among children and teens. For those that are older, there are alternative treatments. America's Frontline Doctors has published on its site that there are effective, safe, affordable prevention and treatment medications for COVID-19. They further explained during the pandemic, well over 300 studies have shown that hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin is a safe and effective affordable medication to prevent and treat COVID-19. Additional supplements including vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc have all been found to be beneficial in the treatment of COVID-19. Vitamin D deficiency is found in most patients who become very ill with COVID-19. For the cost of over-the-counter supplements and a generic medication, usually less than $25, the majority of people can be treated. Doesn't it make sense to take something previously approved by the FDA for other purposes than use an experimental and new technology during a pandemic? The rest of the world knows about hydroxychloroquine and they have the lower death rates to prove it. Which brings us back to the mandates. California Governor Gavin Newsom has mandated a COVID shot for children to attend in-person classes. Some school districts are pushing back but many others are not. As a parent of four children, I fall back on looking at key factors to determine if my kids will get this. For me, I am not even considering it due to the survivability rate of those getting COVID overall. Plus, I'm not willing to run the risk of any of my kids having adverse reactions now or further down the road, especially when there are other options out there that have been proven safer over a much longer period of time. So let me reiterate what the frontline doctors and Dr. Malone, one of the inventors of mRNA technology, has said about the vaccine. You are consenting to the largest human experiment in the history of the world if you get the shot. Dr. Malone told our news magazine that in regards to COVID-19, we know that almost everybody watching this, your risk of death or hospitalization is a fraction of a fraction of 1%. For most of you, there's no way you're gonna die from this. What you will do is develop natural immunity. He is predicting massive class action suits, much like what you see on television today for various other ailments. He also said into the interview that there appears to be a clear pattern of suppression of early treatment options by people in the government. So at a time when foreign governments are locking down unvaccinated people, like in Austria and Germany, we need to be very aware that the same strategy could be used here. In fact, According to the UK's Express, the country of Gibraltar, which has been fully vaccinated since March, is seeing a spike in COVID cases and has actually canceled some Christmas celebrations. Its health minister called the increase drastic and is encouraging booster shots. So why the push here for the mandates? Because, folks, as we all know, this isn't about health care. It's about control. And if we continue to allow government to make those choices for us, 
we won't have any need for elections or for constitutional limitations. Americans should not put up with this. We should have full access to information and drugs to treat COVID and not have our liberties pulled away from us through mandates of any kind. We recommend you watch our interview with Dr. Malone and get involved in restoring constitutional government. Join the John Birch Society today to learn how the Constitution is the solution and how you can work with many others across the country to bring government back into compliance. It needs to be safeguarding your rights instead of trampling all over them. All links are in the video description. I'm Bill Hahn for the John Birch Society. Until next time, stay informed, stay active, and be bold, patriots.